All right, here we go. One, two, three. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. Do not adjust your dial. Nothing is wrong. A little change of music, a little change of host. I am your temporary host, Mark Sadowski, and as always... With our illustrious crew, we have Dave Podner and Greg McMillan. How are you guys doing? Really good. Doing good. I have said for the longest time, I am changing the theme music. And uh, damn it, I'm, I'm doing it. I had to pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know, it's, I mean, I mean, granted, yes, we lost the old theme music, but I'm sure Joe has it. Uh, Joe will be back next week. Uh, he is working late and uh, Matt is, where is Matt actually? I believe he's traveling this week, this weekend. All right on. Yes. I'm not sure where. And uh, so the crew dusted me off from my, uh, entombment and i am here to host one show and then i shall fade into the distance and call myself galadriel <laughs> only if you get that joke um no nah, it's been great uh i mean granted i'm usually in the background doing the producer stuff signing your checks all that jazz and uh good to be on uh for my what by by annual, uh, yeah, I'm about, I'm about to say, it's, has it been a year or so since you've been on, or a little bit less than that? I think it's. I think it was on at the beginning of the year, and I said I'd be on more frequently. And then, holy crap, this j- just to kind of fill you in with what I've been doing. I, I have been doing a lot of iPhone photography, um, but my wedding season has been just really, really crazy, and. It, it just prevented me from doing more videos, um, prevented me from doing a lot of things. Um, this past month in uh, September was probably the craziest. It's it's usually the in New England. It's like the Super Bowl of wedding time, where we're the most busiest because of the fall season. Everybody comes to New England for the fall. You have a lot of people traveling to this area. Um. For some reason, it has become the apocalypse for photographers because I have been getting like probably once, one time in a week, like, like so once a week, I'm trying to say, I would get a call or an email from a frantic couple that lost their photographer. Their photographer failed on them. And it started in August where the lead, one of the couple's lead photographer broke her leg and so i filled in um like like that very next day and then i think there was another wedding that i did uh in september where i was able to fill in but i mean i'm already booked for a lot of weekends so for the days that i haven't been able to fill in i've been helping them find photographers for them so they don't uh they don't miss out and like it's been like I think already four people, and four people in a span of less than a month. That's that's a lot um, to to kind of lose the photographer at the last minute, and and so I, I've called it like the you know the the 
photo apocalypse. And it was like, all right, I just got to make sure that nothing happens to me. Uh, I'm okay. Take plenty of vitamins. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and your gear's still alive? Sick too. Well, it turns out that it has hit me because um, I, I lost my second photographer for uh, this. Uh, we're record, recording on a Friday night this week. Uh, my second photographer actually got into a car accident and oh. suffered a concussion. And oh, wow. so I was frantic searching for a second photographer to help me out for a wedding. But, I mean, fortunately, that was, you know, a second photographer, knock on wood. Mm. Yeah. He's doing fine. Um, he is, you know, he's just resting right now. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been nuts. So, anyway, how are you guys? <laughs> mm. Sorry about that. I'm doing good right now. Um, I learned an important lesson a couple days ago. When you cook fried fish, wait for the fish to cool just a little bit before you have a taste. Nah, that's you don't have to do that. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> because having a little bit of a burn in the back of your throat, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant at all. <laughs> I get that with pizza. Like, I won't I won't let pizza cool down enough. It's it, I'll, I'll I'll burn my not the back of my throat. I'll burn the 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 top back part of my gums because mm, I'm okay. Pizza. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you'd think I'd learned my lesson after forty years. Nope. <laughs> good pizza. <laughs> well, pizza is so darn good. Yeah. How about you, Greg? I heard you wrote a book. I did, and it actually uh, made it to the Apple Bookstore this week. Congratulations. Uh, thanks. And I believe it was two days ago. Well, I think it was Wednesday it hit the uh, hit the store, and um, so I can keep track of the, you know, the sales and the stats and whatnot. And um, as of this morning, when I woke up, there was fourteen sold. So <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, thanks. Um, the record, so, you know, I'm, is, it's a record for me. <laughs> right. So, back in the day, um, back when, God, this is that we're going uh, almost 20 years ago, maybe more. It has to be more than 20 years ago. Um, back when print on demand became a thing. And, no, this is going back in the 90s, I think. Holy crap, I'm old. Um, I, I did something called iUniverse, where it was uh, the the first year that it launched. It was like Barnes and Noble in partnership with some other companies, and they immediately like practically scrapped the whole thing because they lost a ton of money with Barnes and Noble buying up books from. It, it was this whole mess, but yeah, it was part of the print on demand in the very beginning. I wrote a novel long time ago. Oh it's yeah, seventy-two copies. So that's your that's your goal to be. <laughs> well, I'll see see what I can do. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's exciting. I've, I've actually had a, a couple of people that have read it get back to me and and t- told me that they enjoyed it. So that was good to hear. Um, a, you know, it, it's um, it, it's not okay. So I've always wanted to do a book about my iPhone photography. Yeah, and 
I wanted to do something that would last, you know, that would stay current for longer than, um, you, you know, say longer than the current devices and operating system. Yes. So I thought, okay, how am I going to do this? And I was just, all of a sudden I had an epiphany. Why not write about my experience in just making the decision to just go in all in iPhone for my photography? Because I used to have a Canon DSLR, some lenses, you know, all that stuff, right? Yeah. I wasn't a professional. I never did. Uh, I never did weddings and any, or anything like that. But I just enjoyed photography. Um, you know, I'm basically an enthusiast, and I got to the point where. You know, I, I think it was probably my second appearance as a guest on the podcast um, where we talked about how I made this transition. And I basically put it into words. Um, there's a photograph on every single page of the book. And well, except for, you know, the forward and all that stuff. But um, there's a photograph on every page. And I want to just share my pictures and my story and if anybody is out there thinking about maybe ditching their DSLR stuff and going all in iPhone, you know, maybe my story might kind of help them make that decision one way or the other. You know, they may decide, well, no, maybe I don't want to do this. Or they may just say, hey, this is this is for me and 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 run with it. <clears throat> so that's that's what the story is about. That's what the book's about. It's 61 pages. So it's not a real long book, but um and if I if I wanted to get a print on demand copy, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah, these services like Blurb and and whatnot, they generally offer you a book like twenty pages or something. <coughs> Excuse me, twenty pages or something, and um, those things go for like twenty five, thirty bucks. And then it's like a dollar twenty five for each page after that, or whatever it was. Yeah, I think I priced it out on. On blurb, and to get a hard copy of this book done, it would be oh gosh, seventy, eighty dollars. Yeah, that's not worth it. So no, I don't think that's going to be a viable option at all. Um, I'm going to look into like right now, it's only available on the Apple Bookstore, but I'm going to look into formatting it for the uh, Amazon Kindle. Nice. And um, but I have to totally redo the book. Uh, you know, re- relay the like lay out the content in a different way, like using Microsoft Word as opposed to iBooks Author, because for to format for the Kindle, that's what they suggest you do. Um, I can't use a PDF because I have to have the line spacing just so and all this other stuff. So that's going to take some time before I get that uh, before I get that done. But logistically, it's ready to go. I've you know, signed up with Amazon and Kindle and all that stuff. And, you know, all the uh, financial things are ready to go. I just have to put it together and get it in there. And starting off with the Apple Store is probably the right way to go, considering you're primarily an Apple format device. Yeah. Yeah. Starting off in the Apple Store is... Like that that's the smart way to go for, for this uh for this type of book. I mean, had it been anything else, I would say always start with Amazon. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I, I think this is a this is a great move. And 
Yeah, congratulations, man. That that is mm-hmm. awesome. I can't wait to dig into the free copy that you're about to give me. <laughs> <laughs> you will you will you will have something by tomorrow, I'm sure. Awesome. It's it's uh, produces <clears throat> rules. Prima nocta. Well, I'm listed <laughs> as a producer too, you know. <laughs> Touche. We are both you <laughs> have joined the ranks. Dave, you're not needed for this episode. <laughs> Good to hear. I'll just kind of relax back here. And, uh. Uh, so, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. It's it's something that I've wanted to do for a long, long time, and and if, funny enough, it just didn't take that long to write. Um, mm-hmm. If I counted the hours I've put into actually doing the writing, I would be willing to say there's probably if there's more than twelve hours of seat time at my desk. Uh, writing the story, I would be surprised if there's more than that. Um, you know, I, I just kind of just flowed because uh, it's just basically going by my my memory and my experience of of going through the process, and and I I, I didn't make anything up. It, everything's pretty much as it was, at the best I can remember. Um, I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I jazzed anything up to, to, to make it sound more interesting than it really was. So, um, you know, it's just my story. So, Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. I forget so, who said that. Somebody important. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So, uh, guys, which one of you uh, bought the new iPhone? Like what are the devices that that you guys have right now? So, yeah, so Dave, Dave, he's on the iPhone 10. Yeah, I have the 10, and, and I got the 10s Max. Yeah, right. And I purchased the iPhone uh, 10s or tennis or tinnitus, as I like to call it. <laughs> um, can we all agree that the naming conventions are absolutely ridiculous? Yes. 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 Just the dread, most dreadful thing. Like I, I like calling it the iPhone X, even though it's not the iPhone X. It's the XS. And every time I say XS, I think of excess, uh, like an excess of things, and it makes me think of how Apple has all that money, an excess of money. Uh, I and, always think of of the uh, Australian rock group in excess. They yes, that one I of my think of one of my favorite groups and. Uh, that's all I could think of when I see that XS is in excess. <laughs> only Siri understood me. She would play it. Yeah. <laughs> Some things never change. Let's say no, no improvement. <laughs> with, no, no improvement with our, uh, with our friend with you with the new phone. Worse. Just today. Oh. Siri tangent. For those of you who listen long, you will, we'll, we'll get this. Uh, I, I have a history of me and Siri just really, really hating each other. So, but she sent you a nice birthday greeting last year. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying. Th- I'm on the highway, and, and I'm looking to get uh, something for dinner for the family. Had a long day of work. Just you know, just grab something. And so I pop on Siri. I'm like Siri, I need Harrow's, Harrow's chicken pies. Uh, it's a local chain around here, and, and so. Series like I have a Harold's lock uh, lock picking uh, locksmith company. I'm like no, uh, uh, Harrow's Harrow's. And she still can't understand it. I'm like 
uh, general search, chicken pies. I, I could do a web search. I'm like, oh, crap. And mind you, I'm still on the highway. I'm, I'm just, so I'm like yeah. click, you know, trying to ju- you know, just reach over, hold it, hold down the button, and and do the search. And then I'm like, oh my god! So I'm, so I'm slowing down. Pop up Google Maps, and, and, and did a search for. I, I tried to do Harrow's, and then I, I like I did a just like I shouldn't have been doing this. But uh, just three letters, and I was able to pop up the search, Harrow's chicken pies. I'm like, oh, I got to say the whole thing. Okay, go back to Siri because I didn't want to feel I, I didn't feel like typing anymore. I'm like, uh, Siri, I'm looking for Harrow's chicken pies, and she's like, what about them? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? No, no, what about them? I want you to call them. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, some things never change, eh? <sighs> I'm like Jesus. The attitude on this woman, just. <laughs> I like the way. I like the way you call it a woman. <laughs> well, mine is a woman. Like I, I don't want to change yeah. you to a guy because that you know. Then you might have a fight. You might start a fight. I don't want to lose the phone. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I still didn't buy Apple Care. <laughs> uh, oh, I but just want other to than Siri. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I would say I just want to interject. If you're a, a listener to the show, let's say new listener for in the last year or so, um, and wondering who Mark is, you know, because we do we we've gotten a good amount of new listeners recently. Mark was here well before Greg or me were even listening to the show. I am one of the founders uh, of the Tiny Shutter Podcast, and uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought I touched on it earlier. Um, I should elaborate. Uh, I am the owner. I am the producer of uh, Tiny Shutter. So uh, these guys here uh, do the front-facing stuff. I'm usually in the back end uh, paying for the server costs and all that other fun stuff. And I'm also the face that you see on uh, Tiny Shutter's YouTube channel. That is uh, where I predominantly spend most of my time is producing videos while you guys do a bang up job every week doing the audio show. And you guys have been doing an awesome job, which I got to say last week when I listened to your show, I, I really, really, really wanted to jump in. Like I'm chiming in on the, um, as I'm driving, I'm listening to you guys talk. I'm, I'm trying like, Oh my God, I got something to say this time. <laughs> You guys, overall, let's just kind of uh, take it from, not from the top because everybody has already pretty much heard what you guys have said last week. But just general experience overall. Now that it's been a whole new week, um, the the iPhone XS Max. How how has it been for you? I really like it. Um, yeah. it, it. It. I was. I got. It took me. Literally, no time at all to get used to the new gestures because of the last so fast. It's basically it's instant, and um, you know when when you want to uh, app switching, there's two ways to do it. You can either just swipe across the bottom of the screen where that little line is, or you can swipe up and pause, and then all your apps come up there. Like you know, you, you can scroll through and go to your um, whatever app you want. 
and it force to force close an app. You just swipe up on it. Uh, it it's so intuitive, and the notch eh, doesn't even bother me. Uh, you know, heard so many people say that it, it, it's it's so easy to get used to it. Um, by far the best phone I've ever owned. And th- this is coming off the iPhone 8 Plus just from last year. And I think I could even see a bit of a speed difference here because this thing is so fast. Um, and the camera, wow. Really love the camera. The uh, the smart HDR. I took a. I took the dog out for a walk last night around. Excuse me. It was around dusk. So, and it was overcast. I took a photo of a street light that was right nestled into in some trees that are changing color for the fall. And generally, when I take a shot like that, it'll expose for the light. And a little bit of the trees around it, and you know maybe some of the brighter, um, brighter areas of the scene, but never have I been able to get detail in the clouds in an overcast sky at that time of night. Yeah, with a phone, it is just incredible. Uh, I will put one on Instagram sometime either tonight or tomorrow, and you'll be able to see. I mean, it's just, I'm looking at them now and I just have to laugh because I just can't get over how cool it is. Now, with that being said, Halide, which is my camera app of choice, has a new feature called Smart Raw. And they take advantage of this thing's um, image, what is it, image signal processor? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all the power that this thing has. This thing, this thing has is rated as a um like a des- desktop class processor and halide has you know dug into the roots of it and and and, har- and harnessed that power to to use what they get uh what they call smart raw and it uses um they've got a blog post about it so we'll put a link to that on the facebook group and in the show notes and it's um I'm trying to think back because I read it about two hours before we're doing the show here. And um, I got to say, just to interject about Halide, Halide yeah. isn't a camera app that I used regularly before. I had purchased it. But mm-hmm. ever since the whole Beauty Gate thing became uh, somewhat of a thing, um, Halide's response was just smart and spot on. Oh, they, yeah. They they really impressed me with their knowledge of of how the the guts of the camera work. I mean, obviously they they're doing a camera app, mm-hmm. uh, so that got me to just re-download it, and, and I can't wait to dig into the smart HDR um, portion of it. I think that's going to be really cool. Well, the smart HDR is the Apple one. The, the, uh, the native I'm, camera. It's the smart, smart raw that is in the in that Halide um, brought out this week. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. So I can't wait to dig into that. That update just happened. Uh, so yeah, I I'm really impressed with with, with their um, their presence, and I can't wait to uh, give them a try. In their blog post, they had side by side images of a of a 
woman playing on stage singing with a guitar. So yep. it's a dark, dark scene, but she's got a spotlight on her. The smart HDR, <coughs> excuse me, the smart HDR photo was, um, overall it was well exposed, but it was, uh, one second. Sorry, I just had to cough. Um, it was, it was okay for exposure, but it was so smoothened with all the stuff that these, this thing does that you lost a lot of the detail. Yep. The smart raw image taken with halide was very well exposed, very crisp, very clear. It did have a little more noise in it though. So that's the trade-off in a scene like that anyway. At that uh, point, you don't call it noise. You call it grain. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, it, it looked good. It really looked good. It looked like a great image. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, and Sebastian DeWitt, he's the, the, he's the designer behind the app. And he, was, he, he worked at Apple. I'm not sure what he worked on. Oh, you know what? I do know. It was the um, way back in the, uh, um, the days of iOS 6 and whatnot when they had the, you know, it looked like uh, st- stitching and things like that. I believe that's what he did with some of that work. And then Ben Sandofsky, uh, he was with Twitter, um, and uh, he was a coder from Twitter. So these two guys, you know, eventually met up, and after they'd left those positions and and got together and produced Halide, man, oh man, it's I'm I'm speechless. <laughs> A lot of great work, and I'm only just scratching the surface. So I can't wait. Again, I can't wait to dig in. Um, Dave, the iPhone 10. Has that shown any signs of, um, like, like when you first got it and now with iOS 12, have you been able to take advantage of a lot of the new features? Like, for example, the the portrait mode, does that have the capability of uh, playing around with the f-stop? It does not, no. Now, if someone took a photo and had the 10s or 10s, 10X, 10S Max, I could edit it on mine. But I cannot adjust it using the built-in app. Suppose uh, now, I kind of question: Is that partially just Apple doing it? Because I can do it in Focus. Yeah, F O C O S. That app can handle it fine. So I don't know if it's a matter of they may. I mean, like like Greg said, that when you look at the testing of the phones and just the raw power, it is completely overkill for. This year, probably next year, and it may start feeling slow in three years. I mean, it's it's that overpowering now. Yeah. Um, compared to even my phone, which was a lot quicker than the sevens. So you know, I, I could they have done it? It probably would have had a little jaggedy. It probably, I could see people saying, "Well, you give me you you know." I'm trying this on my iPhone 10 and it's not as perfectly buttery smooth. So Apple, that's horrible what you're doing to it. So, you know, they're in the, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't stage. I understand that completely. But now I did notice that the um, the portrait mode seems to be better with iOS 12 than it was in iOS 11. 
Um, I tried. Now, there's some cases where I've taken it and it's still, you know, it, there there's a limit on it's still a smartphone. So there's still a limit on how good it can go. But in terms of if I'm doing even like taking pictures of our dog, which and she's a Westie. So she has the kind of really fine light hair and it does a pretty good job with especially for the, you know, second or two. She actually is not running around like a mad dog um, to actually get a decent photo of her. Yeah. And you know, like I said, th- that that seems to work really good on that. And just in general, uh, there's a couple things I don't like with how they change the photo app. I'm still not a big fan of the search feature. It's yeah. still not that good. Uh, Google Photos still a whole lot better to search with. Um, even for something where I think it should be pretty basic. Um, you know, no I, surprise there though, because Google's been building on search for years, right? Yeah, but it should be something like Hi, if there. I want to do a search <laughs> for a black cat. Okay. It should yeah. not be that hard to do a search for a black cat. And I can do searches for cats. You know, there's, if I do cat, it's 559 images of cats. And 570 of cat-like animals, whatever that is. But if I try to put a qualifier in front of cat or a descriptor of cat, it doesn't really help at all. You know, where because we do have multiple cats in the household, if I'm trying to find a photo of one cat versus another, um, I'll go to Google Photos and, you know, I can search for I can actually say, okay, this cat, here's the name of this particular cat for Google Photos and say, okay, show me all pictures of, you know, Gracie or show me all Leo pictures and it will actually pull it up by different animals. And the only time it seems to have problems are animals that look really similar. Our old dog, Nikki, um, who passed a couple of years ago, she was a Schnauzer Poodle mix, but she looked like a Westie. So right. it, she's close enough. The two dogs were close enough that if you look at pictures, I could see where a computer would say, okay, that dog and that dog are the same dog. You know, just kind of looking at it. So that, but, you know, if I look for... You know, this that's what I was kind of hoping for with the new search feature. And it's still not quite there. And that that's kind of the only, I would say that's the only minorish disappointment I've had um, with, with really the camera and the photo app. I, like I said, somewhat improvement with the portrait mode. Um, unlike pre- previous years, n- no speed hit at all. Yeah. Which is a very good thing. That that well, was something that's positive. Supposed to be something that's uh, kind of making it. They focused on performance for older devices. Right. Well, I hate to say it, when I when I hear "supposed to be," I'm always a little bit cautious because, you know, I'm and I'm they they they're they're being a lot more careful. But as I said, it's one thing for me to install something on my phone. And then something happens where I have issues, you know, that's something I do to myself. If I then say to Ruth, hey, hun, give me your phone. I'll update you to the new operating system. And if something breaks on her phone, that's a whole nother level of issue right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And she still has a, uh, a 7 Plus. And she upgraded to the 12, and everything works great on there. I just did a search on uh, trying the, the, the image search on my device. And you're right. I, I do have a black cat, and I tried to find the black cat, and that search result didn't come up. Uh, I did a search for dog, and it was able to narrow down my uh, search to Eskimo dog. Uh, but Apple, I'm sorry, my dog is an Australian sh- shepherd. That's racing. <laughs> well, it's even better. I, I, I also have Eskimo dog on mine, and it's showing me a picture of a cat. See? That's the, Apple. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. And, and it's showing me a picture of the Westie. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're, you're, you're not quite there, Apple. Not quite there. Which I'm hoping it, you know, it gets better and they roll things out and hopefully improvements happen. Um, yeah, the day that happens is the day Siri understands me. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, understood. I mean, it, it's something they need to improve on. It's, and that's the one part where they're behind Google right now. That, and you know, I don't want to say the artificial intelligence from the camera side because I haven't played that much. I haven't played at all with any um, Android phones. Um, and I've only seen the couple pictures here and there, like from the Pixel or, um, you know, with their amazing super duper fakery i hate to call it fakery but heavy image uh manipulation um, i'll be curious to see that in action yeah. uh, because we could touch on that and after uh i finish with my my, okay. my brief re- review of the iphone tennis um iphone badminton uh, <laughs> there's just no way i could say it properly <laughs> when you think about it, if you've used if you used a Mac, how many how long did it take people to stop saying OS X for OS ten? I always say OS X. Yeah. That's I, why they stopped calling it that and they just say now Mojave. I will never stop. <laughs> well they call it Mac Mac OS. Yeah, it's just Mac OS and then they give it the, the code name. So like the, the name, last one yeah. was High Sierra and um before that yeah, it was Sierra, High Sierra, now Mojave. So they don't even call it Mac OS ten anymore or OS OS X. So I just hope they keep the naming conventions the same for next year, because I want to hear, especially Tim Cook, make the turn it up to eleven pun once. No, I don't want to hear puns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, mean, they did such a great job with Mission Impossible opening this year. Oh Jesus Christ! I just. Look, look, every time my, my iPhone goes wrong, like if something goes wrong, Siri doesn't understand me or, or if something just doesn't work. All I could hear are the – I forget even who said it, but ju- just them laughing at their, their – their, their seminar, their whatever it is. I can't even think of the keynote. The keynote. You know, the, remember the – it just works. Remember that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they used to say that a lot. They used to say that a lot, and that just haunts me still to this day. It just works. It just works. I'm like, it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll, I'll just go real quick into to my uh, pluses and minuses. Um, overall, the screen, beautiful. It's 
I mean, they've always made beautiful screens in uh, this, this time. It's no exception. Um, the display is awesome. The, uh, indent at the top doesn't bother me. Uh, many of the video apps that I look at actually have worked around it. So like if I'm watching a YouTube video, like the, the video goes to the beginning of that gap and, and that's it. It doesn't, it does, you know, it, do, it doesn't become a factor. It, so watching the video, it, it, it doesn't break for me unless it's like a super wide video. Like I'm watching a movie trailer, then I'll kind of, uh, go into it, but that doesn't bug me too much. So it, it's fine. It's fine. Um, the one thing that does bug me is that there's no longer uh, landscape mode for our phones. And I originally thought it was just something that I was experiencing, that, that maybe I did something wrong. And so I went to the Apple store yesterday and asked them if they, that, uh, you know, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't there landscape mode? Did I turn something off? And it turns out that the tennis max doesn't even have landscape mode. And that's a bummer. I miss landscape mode. I really, really enjoyed being able to hold the phone horizontally for some things. Um, and so that's a, that's a bummer. Now, granted apps support the landscape mode, but just the home screen does it. And that's, that's a real bugger. Um, but the camera, I got to say, is 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 pretty good. Uh, overall, I've had a positive experience with it. Now, in the very beginning, um, I did have some weird moments where the the smart HDR was a little too smart, and it did a little bit too much processing, and it was in tricky lighting situations that the photo wasn't bad. It just wasn't great, and I don't know. I, I think uh, like a high noon photo, like the, the colors are a little bit washed out. I did a little bit too much processing. Um, I was able to fix it in post production, but you know, I, I again, it was fine. It, that that's just me nitpicking. Uh, the whole beauty gate thing is just uh, laughable. Uh, with everybody laughing, you know, just is the iPhone doing things to your face? No, it's just the smart HDR. It's the post. What, what is it? The, the processing that Halide was able to explain more eloquently than I can um, on what's going on. And, and it's stuff that I have no, I have no doubt that they'll fix in uh, future updates, but I think the the part that's the most laughable about the whole beauty gate thing is when has the FaceTime camera ever taken a good selfie photo? <laughs> like, yeah, but you know, like we mentioned last week, though everybody's expecting more. So when something like that comes up, where you know people see this um, lack of clarity or this this uh, softness. People are going to complain about it, and I when did, someone complains about Apple, it gets around. 
it gets it gets views and, and yeah. so i did a photo snapshot of a selfie with my uh 10s and i did a snapshot of me using my 7 plus and i did notice a huge difference photos sucked but they <laughs> in different ways like the, the yeah if you look at the seven plus, it was very pixelated. Very, it was very, it's just not a good photo. And the, the one on the 10 S while, yeah, it smoothed my skin a little bit, but at least it was clear. And so, yes, it was improvement, not by much because it was still, uh, I mean, it was still a selfie camera taken with a wide, super wide angle lens on a, teeny tiny sensor with a teeny tiny lens um yeah that's the other thing that people have to remember is that the 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 image like the 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 sensor sorry in that front facing camera is smaller and fewer pixels than the the rear cameras yeah so you know they're trying to make um they're trying to make something big out of something little yeah and the other, uh, the lastly, the one thing that I w- really, really wanted to touch on that you guys touched on uh, that didn't mention last week is that the FaceTime camera in the front, the selfie camera, that's made predominantly for video more than uh, stills. Can it? I mean, yes, it does stills. That's very important to a lot of people, especially if you're on social media. You know, a lot of people do the selfie cameras. Uh, you know, selfie photos, but it's, it's real power is in doing video and it does that really well. And that's coming from a very tiny, uh, a very tiny sensor and a very tiny lens. Now, the one thing that I did want to contribute is, and the one thing that I'm surprised nobody is complaining about is the lens flare. Um, that is the first thing that I experienced when I took it out into the wild. Uh, I, when, when the iPhone shoots it just the right angle, it produces a very weird lens flare. Um, and and I shared it with you guys on our, uh, Facebook chats when we were talking about Mm -hmm. production notes. Uh, I have like five, six different photos that had that lens flare. And when you guys mentioned the same thing last week i realized that it wasn't just me or how it was taking the photo that it it is something that other people are experiencing and and now that two people are experiencing it i can safely assume using the logic of the internet that it's an epidemic that everybody is experiencing it and it's who who said it abrams gate which one of you coined that yeah yeah it was like the kind of like the jj abrams um, flare in his films because his flares are always completely horizontal these flares are just about any angle i think yeah i did it with a family a couple family photos um and i did it while i was photographing a wedding using my iphone um a a couple weeks ago was it a couple weeks ago or was it last week i can't remember time is going weird for me right now uh but the couple allowed me to take some photos with the iPhone while uh, photographing their wedding. And 
So I was able to give it a good test and testing out the portrait mode. Portrait mode is hit or miss for me, but it's always been hit or miss. I think it does better. Kind of. It's an improvement, but eh, I, not by much. Um, it's still, I could still take it or leave it. I'm, I'm not very happy with the quote unquote bokeh that it produces, but that's for another story. I mean, it's better. Yeah. Yay. Um, the, the lens flaring issue is the only thing that I would, um, complain about. And again, complain about in, in very small words because, you know, it, it's it's not an all the time thing. It's just when it hits at the right moment, and in when when I see it happening, I can make the lens flare actually work for me. So, well, the only time I've seen it personally has been uh, on the street at night, and our street lights in my neighborhood and basically in our town are all LED now. Yeah. So it's only been with these LED street lights. I took a took a photo of the you know out the front window of the car just because I wanted to see what it was going to how it was going to pick up you know with traffic lights and cars coming towards me and things like that no flare. Yeah. But with these LED street lights and and maybe it was the distance between you know to the light um well no that doesn't make any sense either because the one time I tried it it was fairly close the other time was quite uh, quite distance like half a block away. It's so, just the light hitting it in the right. It, yeah, it must be just the right angle or something. Again, it's not an all-the-time thing. I think, I mean, I haven't owned this thing for very long, but it's only happened in a very small handful. And again, it's not a deal-breaker. It's it's fine. Um, I'm just surprised that nobody's made a big deal out of it. I mean, Beauty Gate's the one that everyone... Uh, you know, jumped on. I guess it's because yeah. we already had the whole lens flare thing that happened a couple iPhones ago. They don't want to repeat themselves. Yeah, that's right. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, take the complaints with a grain of salt. Do your own tests. But oh, yeah. overall, yeah. I'd have to say I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the, with the camera. And I'm actually very excited to see what app developers are going to be doing with them because Halide is probably one of the first to take advantage of it. Uh, Camera Plus 2 has been doing a phenomenal job ever since the iPhone 10 came out and you know just revamped the entire app to, to take advantage of the, the, the new cameras and, and the new you know the new operating systems. And made their app so much easier to use. Holy crap, it's it's awesome. And, and so we're now just scratching the surface as to what things are going to be able to do. Uh, I mean, no, it's not a DSLR by any stretch of the imagination. But man, having I mean, we're still having a lot of fun with these things, and just the amount of power that we're able to 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 play with is just really cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can I can tell you wholeheartedly that uh, slow shutter cam works fantastic on the 10s. Yes, I've uh, I've I've done it too. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I couldn't resist. Um, yeah, 
just to fill any new listener in, I am obsessed with photographing waterfalls. And I have done several videos of doing waterfall photography uh, with the iPhone. And, and more on the way. Yeah. <laughs> right on, guys. So I don't have any of the other sound bites, but uh, the for in, in the news, the Pixel 3 came out. And so what this tells us is that, um, you know, I, I think we've had, we, we saw with the Pixel 3 uh, a lot of cool new features that um, <coughs> really sparked our interest as far as the cameras go. And what do you guys think? Is this uh, things to come for uh, the next Apple keynote? I can see I, I would I really can see down the road most definitely because the actual hardware from what I from everything I'm seeing is just except for of course the wide angle selfies. Yeah. Um, but the hardware itself really isn't that much different from the the high end phones anymore. You yeah. Know, the Pixel three, the uh, Samsung S nine and the Note nine and the iPhone ten uh, S's. Um, hardware, there's very, very little difference in terms of specs. It's all the computation behind the scenes yeah, and the post-processing, which Google, if they wanted to, which I, I know why they don't, they, for whatever, you know, they want to make people buy hardware now for after, you know, decades of not even caring about, it seems like focusing more on software, but they could come out with an iPhone camera app. And pretty much do very probably very similar to what they can do on their own camera with the processing and everything else. I mean, especially when you see what Halide can do and the you know the deep hooks that Apple's now letting one do on their camera. Um, in terms of you know Halide saying, well, we have our own raw processing, so we're going to do this on our own, versus just having to ride on Apple's. Um, you know, say, well, we're just going to make some tweaks on what Apple does. We're going to do our own thing. Well, Google could that could do that too, which I understand why they wouldn't because, A, Google gives pretty much everything away for free. Well, yeah. I, should, I, what they, uh, I know someone so, someone somewhere is yelling at the um, the speaker now. When I mean free, I mean, of course, outside of your personal data and everything that they like to track you for and basically using you as a beta and using all your data to improve their own product. Uh, but no out of pocket cost where it now seems Google out of, it's either out of seeing what some of the mid and lower range Android phones were like trying to think, okay, get out of the way and we'll show you how to make a, you know, how to make hardware. That's nice. Or they just want to control kind of more the more complete things with the Pixel now uh, versus having, you know, the, the, the old Microsoft model of, well, we'll make the software and we don't care what you do with hardware. But it seems like Google could come out and say, oh, by the way, do you like our wonderful features? Well, you can download our app if you have an iPhone and even an older iPhone, they could try doing it and say... You can do the exact same thing on your older iPhone. Just, you know, use your Google account, which we know you have, 
to uh, sign, to, you know, to download our wonderful new camera app? I would say yes with an asterisk. Um, only because uh, like some of the things that were, were announced uh, the, the computational stuff that, that you mentioned as far as like, we're, we're only talking camera we're not talking any of the other specs but um, the what was that uh, god uh, I'm trying to remember what they said the, the camera on it has the the newest feature that uh, smart zooming Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw something about that, yeah. I would say that I don't I don't know if that's an easy one to one translation to like like would they be able to do that on the iPhone? I don't know. I think that maybe something of the hardware needs to uh be able to to do that is my guess. I, I again I'm I'm just talking out of my butt. Um, and I'm just trying to go by some of the stuff I know on regular cameras, like, like the DSLRs that I use. Well, I mean, I use mirrorless now, but, um, they, it might not be able to do one-to-one stuff, but you're right. They can probably make a really good camera app, um, if, if they really wanted to, but I don't know. I, I guess they, what don't, they don't want they don't want people taking pictures with their camera app on an iPhone. They want people to buy the Pixel. I would say yeah. I think I think <laughs> you're right there. And, and if you want what they really care about, if as far as photography on the iPhone is just using the app itself, like uh, using the Photos app, you know, for store yeah. or whatever. But as far as like. Uh, the super zoom is w- the feature that I think is potentially the most impressive because uh, the super zoom is something that uh, they said that ast- astronomers use for photographing night skies a- and that they're using that same technology for their camera. Now, it's impressive to hear that, oh, uh, astronomers use it. That- that's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the surface, sounds great. It's you know the making the night sky bigger and stuff like that. But we're we're not talking about just circular objects. We're talking about people, and, and people are a little bit more complex to photograph. We have a lot more moving parts and and details that we 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 need. So potentially, it sounds awesome that they can do this with just a single lens. I'm, I want to wait and see and, and see what happens because you know th- this this could be something really cool. I think the coolest feature that the Pixel Three has has nothing to do with photography. What's it's that? The, it's the um, call screening where, where it will uh, transcript the call as it's coming in. Before, and and you can choose to let it go to voicemail or take the call, um, and it's all done on device, which was surprising to me. So, um, I know. mean, yeah, but you save that for the tiny phone podcast. We're the tiny show. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. For me personally, until I see a little bit more uh, field testing from the camera, like in reviews and whatnot, 
I was underwhelmed by the by the camera. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, it just nothing really stood out at me. The part that really made me question the ability one one of the uh, abilities that uh, I, I had to question is the. Uh, the, the the dark feature where it, it's it be able to pull out details from uh, darkly lit subjects. Yeah, night, night sight. Night sight. Thank you. I, I couldn't think of the name of it. Uh, and, and when we looked at the example before the show, uh, yes, the side by side comparison between the uh, iPhone and the Google phone was noticeable. But it was a small image that we were seeing, and I really questioned the resolution of that altered photo using the the the, the night sight because it looked like it was really potentially janky. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, love to see it in action. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to see it soon. Uh, one of my buddies actually might pick this up. My brother is, uh, probably getting this, but he lives in Seattle, so I won't be able to head out there to play with it. But, uh, a friend of the show, Mike Siska, uh, he's, he's getting this in November. Uh, he's trying to decide whether he should get the pixel three or the new, smart device made by the red company. Have you guys seen this thing? You know, the guys, is that the, is that the, um, Oh yeah. Oh, what's that company? They make, they make movie cameras. Yes. They're called. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and they make super powered video cameras, like eight K resolution. Yeah. Yeah. And right. Yeah, they have a smartphone out. They have a smartphone out that has like holographic display, whatever the hell that is. Um, and, and what they're able to do is use the the smartphone as a video screen for their cameras, which is, I guess, a plus if you use their cameras. Um, the the phone itself is able to switch out potentially with lenses and sensor but maybe it, like they're, they're doing some crazy stuff with the device and does he have that ecosystem no he doesn't and then why is he getting it <laughs> he's not he's trying to de- he's debating whether he should get that or the pixel 3 and i'm trying to well, tell him, look get the pixel 3 the, the, yeah, the- if it's a choice between those two or or maybe he should look at the uh the galaxy a9 with the four cameras I guess I don't know. It's, it's all. It's, or it's, he can just cut to the chase and get the iPhone. He won't, <laughs> he's one of those guys that just won't go iPhone. It's, oh really? Yeah. Um, just never iPhone. Never Apple. Which, well, sure. you know, hey, to each his own. I mean, yeah. not everybody's going to want an iPhone, so. Uh, and I have all all the respect in the world for Puppies people who hush. choose to go with Samsung or LG or Motorola, whatever. Um, you know, we always, you know, um, and everybody pokes fun at us, and that's fine. As, as long as it doesn't get serious, it's all good. 
Yeah, it's fine. His hatred goes deeper than that. This goes back to college, actually. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it was back in the old PC versus Apple days. And um, it, it was always never never Apple, never Apple, for whatever reason. Just never Apple. Well, and, I was like that, too, at one point. It's all in the book. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Uh, which I can't, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, and, and I was almost like that too. And then the first iPhone was announced and I was really impressed and I, I, I bought it and I was immediately ostracized for it saying that, that this is, this is a stupid app, uh, a stupid phone. It's never going to last. Um, it basically takes Steve Ballmer's, uh, crapping on the iPhone and, <laughs> and just give it to my friend's speech and, and say, it'll never last. It's stupid. And, and, and all this other stuff. And so, yeah, that's, it's always been that way. So he's always gone for any phone other than Apple hmm. just for those reasons. So yes, everybody has their reasons. Reasons. <clears throat> uh, all I'm saying yeah. is his is not rational. So, <laughs> I love you, Mikey, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, I mean, overall, I, I, I really would love to see uh, Google Pixel in action. Um, it looks cool. Uh, a lot of potential features that I'm just, I, I got to see it to believe it um, because it looks too good to be true. And... Lastly, if only somebody in their app store ecosystem would make a slow shutter app equivalent to the one that is on Apple, and then I would I would seriously consider just jumping into that ecosystem. But that has never happened, and I don't know if it ever will. And I have plenty of haters saying, why don't you just do it? Well, I want this app. There's plenty. Show me. Show me an app that's equivalent that gives high-resolution photos. Hasn't happened yet. So that's why I'm still with Apple. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's that that's that, that's all I got for that. Um what do we do now? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. we I think we hit pretty much all the news. The only thing that I saw, and this is something that's rolling out, is the Facebook 3D photos, which really it, it, it's a it, it's just giving you parallax photos and not like a true 3D. Um, yeah. But basically, the idea is if you take a portrait mode photo and you select a 3D option to upload it when you're on your f Facebook feed, which it's still rolling out to everybody. So um, and I, there'll be a, a link in the show notes, and I put a link in the uh, Facebook group um, on how from ValueWalk on how to um, access and upload it, which if it's not turned on for you, unfortunately you just don't have access to it. But it, it's the old... Either if you are old enough to remember for the first 3D photos, I mean, not first, but 
the first, I would say, recentish 3D photos that were one picture. Yeah. That as you tilt it side to side, you look the, the subject kind of stayed there, but behind moved around it to give you a, th- a, a pseudo 3D look. That's pretty much what you're doing on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things that comes out. Everyone's going to be playing with it for around a week after it comes out at most, probably less time. And then you'll see it maybe once every couple months and that's around it. Yeah. 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 But I think right. in terms of major news, I think that covers it all. All righty. So why don't we, I go just wanted, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say one quick thing about Shuttercase. Right. And the the good folks at Shuttercase, they are shipping out um, their their cases for the, I think it's for the seven plus, eight plus, and ten. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe the eight too. I'm not sure. But anyway, I had emailed them and I said, I ordered one for the eight plus. I no longer have it now. I now have the ten S Max. They said they were going to be um, getting the cases to fit the 10s max it'll take a couple of months but they were kind enough to switch my order to the 10s max so you know kudos to them for for uh making that change for me uh you know no different cost or anything else but uh oh, wow. um they were kind enough to you know change my order and, and upgrade it to the the 10s max case so um, i'm looking forward to getting that i suspect it'll be probably near the end of the year if not into the um, into the January, February, or whatever, but uh, that's fine. I can wait. And for those of you who don't don't know what this case is, it's um, it's a it's like a camera body that goes over your phone. It'll hold the moment lenses. It has the mounts for the moment lenses and the series two. And the grip on it, it 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 just feels like a camera when you hold it. It has a mechanical, like a physical mechanical shutter button. And the the grip comes off. That it slides off, and that's the battery. So you can actually order, you know, spares to take with you if you want, because um, the battery slides on, and and that's what you know. I think that charges the phone. I don't think it really has much to do with the case, other than maybe work the the shutter button. Um, I, I don't have their website on open in front of me, but so I'm trying to go by memory here, but. Um, you know, I just wanted to say how much I appreciate them for actually, you know, allowing me to make that change. Right on. Cool. Cool. All right. So let's dig into uh, post pick of the week. Uh, one of you guys got to take it from here because I don't have that info. Okay. Yeah, I think, Greg, you were the one who selected the post pick this week. Yeah. Um, so the the challenge was Shadows. And we had over a hundred comments in the thread. Uh, a lot of them, of course, were you know kudos and and uh, you know cheers for nice submissions. But I would say that I bet you there was probably over eighty submissions, and a lot of them were very good. And you know, keep in mind that we, when we do our post pick, we really want the the challenge, the name of the challenge, to be the subject of the photo. So Cindy Stoffel Jones submitted a black and white image called Winter Shadows, and it's it looks like a swampy area that's been frozen over in the winter, and the sun is low on the horizon, 
um, to the left of where she was standing. So the shadows of all the trees in this area are just, uh, you know, draping over the, the ice, and it really looks cool in black and white. I think if this picture was in color, it likely wouldn't be as effective. I so what do you guys think? Yeah. <clears throat> the black and white is just adds so much contrast, so much drama, and uh, the the lighted portions really draw your attention. And I wholeheartedly agree. I think uh, the black and white. Well, I mean, hard to say. I, I mean, we don't see the color versions, but the the black and white is really, really impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really stunning, and I love the directionality where you get. You know, it isn't just a shadow, but just the, the all the lines of shadows coming hard from one direction. Yes. Kind of, you know, it's almost um, just a, like a Jackson Pollock drip painting like where it's all going almost movement into the shadow the way it's looking there. Yeah, so. it's really good work. Cool. Oh, congratulations on post pick of the week. That will be our new wall art for our Facebook group. And if you would like to become post pick of the week, uh, whatever contest that we have available in our Facebook group, go ahead and uh, contribute your photo and uh, you may be selected. And what do we have as the new contest for this week? I think we might go. Okay, so a couple of times, a couple of challenges ago, we went with circular and we had a pretty good response with that. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So I thought, why not go with square? Rectangle it is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or rectangle. <laughs> or or, or well, we can go with, um, well, let's go with rectangular or rectangle. Uh, we don't want to go with I mean, a square, a square is a short rectangle, right? <laughs> Rhombus is uh, <laughs> <laughs> too much. Um, that's going, that, that's just crazy talk. Um, no, I mean, square is fine. I was just being yeah. with you. Uh, I think that's a great choice. And wh- how many weeks do they have to, to contribute? Is so we do, we do the, uh, the challenges on the Facebook group for two weeks. And every other week, like in the off week, when we do a selection, we draw from the uh, Instagram pool under the hashtag tiny shutter. Right on, and it's just any subject matter, just whatever re- uh, appeals to to us at the time. So, um, I mean, after you know, all, I'll, last week was the crab spider that I think freaked everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> cool. So, go ahead and contribute, um, and good luck, everybody. Yeah, and of course, as always, uh, whatever you're photographing. Add the hashtag Tiny Shutter on your Instagram feed to uh, share it with our inst- uh, our Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hashtag Tiny Shutter and let our Tiny Shutter family see it. It's really cool. Um, so guys, I think we got ourselves a show. Uh, it, yeah, sounds it, like it. It stinks that Joe and Matt are no longer part of the cast anymore. Oh, um, it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> It's a shame. Uh, I mean, really, no loss. Uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, they'll, they'll be back next weekend. Uh, you guys won't 
you guys won't need to hear from me for a while. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been it's been really cool having you back on again. Oh, I yeah. now that my wedding season is drawing to a close, uh, I will have more time to be on the show. Uh, not every other week or anything like that, but I'll try to have at least once a month uh, just to kind of share. And the other thing that I want to do uh, with everybody is have a supplemental podcast to go with the tiny shutter uh in, in that we want to do more with um the the youtube channel of course uh so one of the things that we're kind of working out the scheduling for is uh, a smaller podcast so right now joe has the reins for the 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 mothership uh, the mother podcast uh that you guys record every thursday um but what I want to do is uh, do like a one-on-one with, uh, with, with our uh, audio podcast people and, and just have kind of a smaller, shorter, but l- l- less – I mean not that this larger format is formal, but a less formal kind of just hang out and, and chat about stuff, uh, supplemental feed that we'll do on – the YouTube channel and uh, as well as the the audio feed. My cat doesn't agree with me. She's <laughs> <laughs> complaining as you know everybody's a critic. She's an Android user. I mean, don't don't listen. Oh, that explains that. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh no! Are we roboting? Who's roboting? Is it just me? I think it's. I think it's good for now. Especially since okay. we're almost done. We're almost yeah. done. Let's, let's just cross that finish line. Uh, tell the world where they can find you, Dave. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and in the Arfo iPhone Photography group and in the Tiny Share group as Dave Podner. Awesome. Greg, where can the world find you? On Instagram, I am Macmillan Photo. On Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. On Dayflash, Macmillan. And on the Artful Eye Photography community and in the Facebook group, Greg Macmillan. There you go. Uh, he said it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am Mark Sadowski. You could find me on our Tiny Shutter YouTube channel. Just do a search for Tiny Shutter. Uh, you could also find me on Instagram. I'm either Mark Sadowski on there or... If you want to see my wedding photography work, it is Sidowski Photography. And that's all for this week, guys. Back to normal, normalcy next week. And thank you all for listening. And see you next time.